Hello and welcome to another episode of We Have a Microphone where, uh, well, we haven't like moved recently or taken our stuff anywhere. So yeah, we still have a microphone. Yeah. And uh, happy 2018, everyone. Yeah. If you're listening is... to this in the future, it's 2018. Oh, wait, oh wait. no, no, wait. We're recording. Right. Oh. Never mind. It was a good joke. It, it was not a good joke. No? Um, so yeah, happy 2018, everyone. This is our first episode, 2018. Yeah. And um, yeah. It's been a it's been a it's been a month or two, um, but we've been busy. We've been very busy, very um, very very busy. And I'm gonna go make us a cocktail. Cool. All right. Well, Michael's gonna go take us uh, go make us a cocktail. Uh, I well. So the setup of this show for we might have some new listeners because I was recently on a couple other podcasts uh, in a very professional uh, uh, way, I guess, and they might be tuning in for this first time saying like oh hey i heard i heard this bloke on this other podcast and i heard about his other one so i should go listen um yeah i mean i guess you made that decision for your life i'm not gonna stop you uh but yeah this is a, a real casual conversation where michael's now in the kitchen making a cocktail uh, for us and we're gonna drink it and we're gonna just talk to you uh our very quiet friend uh, about all the things that have been going on in our life and the world and what we think, mostly our, our opinions on different subjects. Uh, I think alcohol brings out that sort of uh, opinionatedness, Opin- opinionatedness. Uh, so yeah, that's that's really. Oh, and we don't edit this podcast. It's very important to us. It's part of our brand, brand TM. We don't edit. Um, yeah. So, uh, oh yeah, we're gonna do a new segment. Uh, and let's let's see how this one works. Uh, once again, this is just shock treatment for the new people. Uh, oh, Michael's coming now, but he can. Uh, this will be. I'll do this during the interstitial because Michael literally went over there and actually made a cocktail. This is real time, no bullshit. Mm-hmm. That's. What, I mean, we're not about bullshit here. No. I mean, we talk bullshit. No fake news. No, no, we actually make cocktails. Uh, All right, what is so it? Cheers. Okay, this is a icy, beautiful coupe glass. Mm-hmm. It's pretty nice, actually. Yeah, it's got a nice clean. So, uh, describe describe the flavors again. I'm I'm uh, picking up some chartreuse. Yep. So I think you did mention that was in it. I, I did tell you that. But was you in can it. taste literally the chartreuse. ten minutes. I know, ago. but like I forget things really okay. quickly. So um, basically, it's called a Saint Columns Hill or Rill. Saint Columns Rill. Rill um, or Hill? I think it's Rill. These are which two separate things. I know. Um, and it's from the Death and Company book. Sounds like a typo. It does sound, maybe it's a typo. I don't know. Anyway, it's bourbon, uh, Dolon Blanc, vermouth, um, chartreuse, and a little bit of loxado. Um, so I recently got so Dolan Dry and Dolan Sweet vermouths, pretty common in pretty much every cocktail, hmm. like Manhans, Martinis, all the rest. Yeah. Um, there's not that many cocktails with Blanc vermouth. So Blanc is somewhere in between. So you've got Sweet vermouth, which is a red color. You got Dry vermouth, which is clear. Um, Blanc vermouth is white, but it's got almost it's got it's a sweet. little bit of sweetness. It's, it's got pretty as- sweet. I, I always think it's more sweet than rouge. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I basically added uh, this is a cocktail with that, and I got a bottle recently, and I've been just making all the cocktails with that right now. Um, in the Death and Company book. In the Death and Company book. Um, At least you're not a, a which one, I also one found they <laughs> shut up. Well, I have no other cocktail books. Well, actually, the only other cocktail book is the Alexa. Savoir. Order a cocktail book. Stop it. Um, so the 
Oh, she's responding. Well, she it, is. It's I don't think I can hear her. Um, the only other one I have is the Savoy cocktail book, which is full of like super yeah. old recipes, yeah, and it's like half lime juice, half gin. Um, that sounds like something you'd love. I, it does actually. Um, but yeah, so maybe I'll get the PDT, and then we'll. Oh, I wanted. Please, to, please don't tell. Which is the name of a bar? Right. That Michael's it's, no, it's known as PDT. Oh. I think. I think its official name is PDT. Anyway, it's in the East Village. It's, a bar, yeah. it's not far from Death and Company. Um, or I need to start doing a Julie and Julia thing where I just cook, quote cook. unquote, my way through. You shake. And then stir. hopefully. Um, I don't know who plays Julia in that. No, sorry, I don't know who plays Julie. Wait, it's Ju- a, it's Julia a, is Meryl. Uh, but who's. It's, who's, uh, who's uh, Sure. It's not Anne Hathaway. No, the redhead. What Amy Adams? No, the other one. Jessica Chastain. Yes. Really? Is it not? Are you sure? I'm... I don't think it's true. Okay, Julie. And Julia. By the way, this is what our podcast So, is. um. Amy Adams. Okay. Well, okay, it was. I mean, yeah. it was. Oh. Okay, I totally want to watch this now. That's I love that's Amy what Adams. did it? Yeah, I just thought it was someone I didn't really care about. Um. So I want Julie and Julia that, and hopefully Amy Adams would play me. Well, in Michael, a film if you adaptation. twist my arm, I will work my way. I know. Cocktail I know. Anyway, so that was that is the Saint Columns Rill, um, cool, which is pretty tasty. So the new segment is Hampton gives gay advice. Mm. Also, just to set the stage for what this podcast is all about. Yeah, I I haven't heard this particular one, but this can get pretty explicit. So. No, I, 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 this this one will not. Okay, I'm okay, actually okay. gonna do a different one. Okay, okay. Uh, so I am on a forum where different people uh, ask questions, and on this forum, I can't keep my mouth shut. Mm. Mm. Uh, that is, I hear people asking advice, and I feel like I'm a real ag- agony ant. As yeah, they say. I feel like you're not jumping in giving unwanted advice. Which would be one thing. I feel like this is. So these are people asking questions like, what should I do? Yeah. And I feel like, um, especially being like a gay guy in today's modern society, Mm. is just filled with foibles. It's just foibles end to end, really. So many foibles. Well, I mean, my gosh. Okay. So on one hand, you're a man. So some complications there. No, I I mean. Wait, what do you mean complications? You mean you get a free pass with most things? There's that, sure. Then you also get. So you're both this kind of minority right, member. Right, you quote-unquote pass, to use a... a some a people do, some people don't. Yeah, uh, yeah. A lot of the advice does come from guys who pass as straight, so, you know, they're struggling with uh, to come out or not, or like... Oh, a lot of, of the questions. Yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah, a, lot of the, a yeah. lot of the advice is kind of around that area, a lot of coming out questions. And I feel like I've been out for almost 20 years at this point. Really? Is that 15? right? No, I came out at 16. Okay, so, so you had 29 years. Uh, sorry. Is that right? 20, sorry, 19 years out. Yeah, 19 years out. I'm right. up. I'm yeah. about to be out there. <gasps> we should have a party. We should have a coming out party anniversary. Yeah, which for me, it was like my family was very religious. See, this is, by the way, this podcast. We're coming from a professional National Retail Federation uh, thing, and, and you don't want to talk about coming out stories and just mm. talking. Then just tune out, go back to your... Yeah, there are yeah, many, many, many other great, great podcasts. You don't need to write a bad review or anything. Uh, 
but yeah, so I came up to my kind of religious family, and you know, it was a whole deal in the deep south and stuff like that. Anyhow, so I feel like, uh, oh, and I've lived a very kind of out career too. I'm like not, yeah, not shy about talking about you, for instance, um, my co podcast host. Yeah, um, that's me. Yeah. Uh, no, okay, so here, here's one of the things that I okay. want to give advice on. And basically the guy was like, okay, I live with my parents. Mm-hmm. They're very religious. Mm-hmm. I'm going with my brother mm-hmm. to Vegas soon, and he wants to take me to a strip club. Okay. Yeah. And Guessing like, straight brother, straight strip club. Strip club. Yes. Okay. Sorry, thank you for being very... Okay. Clarif- clarifying NPC yeah. that... Well, I mean, I don't know. There, there must be gay strip clubs in Vegas, right? Not really. Uh, okay. I know when we were on the strip, there, I, mean, sure I got there lots there's of there's one. I got lots of flyers for, for for at least you know lady strip clubs. Yeah, but those are like ladies only. They don't let men in. No, no, no. no. Oh, sorry. No, I got lots of flyers for like ladies stripping clubs, oh, and then there's like the thunder from down under or whatever, and the chipping. Right, and those and like don't that. let men yeah, in at all. Which, which is its own form of homophobia, by the way. I know, it's kind of it, it really, like, it's like, specifically, we don't want gay dudes here. But then, is it like, because they'd be overwhelmed with gay dudes and make too much money from that? Is it because, like, gay dudes would harsh, like, bachelorette parties buzz? Or like, is it that, like, your boyfriend would want to come and get jealous and then ruin the vibe of an all I think night? that is how they excuse it i think it is but i don't think it's real yeah i I think think. like any boyfriend that wants to come and is like yeah yeah let's go i'm with you tonight it's like a girl going to a strip club right if if a girlfriend goes with a guy to a strip club yeah she i mean she's down to party like yeah i mean generally if she's not then you won't be there very long but like if she's there then whatever like She's she understands yeah, what's like, going on, but yeah, I guess like for male strip clubs, I guess or like male strip clubs targeted at a male audience, you gotta sure. go to San Francisco or New York, I guess. Well, San Francisco only has. I mean, there's not many. Actually, New York has most of them. Yeah. Um, anyway, totally. Yeah. So he's going to Vegas. His and brother like, wants to take him to a strip club. Specifically, I believe uh, one with ladies. One with ladies stripping. Um. <laughs> oh man, there's so many layers of the fact that we just. Or that I do assume it's just women. Anyhow. Uh, okay, and he's like, but I'm 100% gay. Mm-hmm. I have no interest in going. Mm. How do I tell my brother? Who he's not out to. Okay. So then this was, like, a weird one for me. Because yeah. I'm like, all right, all right, look. Like, he didn't clarify, actually, in the first post that he lived with his parents. Because mm. I was trying to see, like, what's the financial relationship here? Like, mm. some people don't have the option to come out often. Right, like, but yeah, okay. So we're talking about a guy who's—I'm assuming he's not out to his brother either. Well, that's the rub that he's having right now. It sounds like a strip club pun. Yeah, Uh, the rub that he's having right now is that he's not out to his brother, and his brother wants to take him to a strip club. Okay, and he's not out to his parents because they're hyper religious. Yeah, and his brother's taking him to a strip. Sure, that was my thing. I'm like, it doesn't sound like your brother's. So his uh, brother can't be that. No, judgy. Unless his brother's like, you know, one of the common, I find, Christians today, slash religious people today, who is religious in name only. We, we don't discriminate oh, against Christians. We discriminate about against all religious people. Right, or hypocrites. Welcome to the <laughs> National Retail Federation follow-on podcast. Um, but I think that 
Okay, either one, if he's that afraid... Okay, so either he thinks his brother's going to rat him out and he doesn't want to tell his sure. brother. Yeah. Or he's afraid to come out to his brother. If he's afraid to come out to his brother that much, just, like, go to the fucking strip club. Like, it's shit, you don't want to be there, but, like, you'll get a dance but, from but a lady. But then it's a whole different thing to have to pretend... Okay, there's a bunch of levels here. He's had to pretend his whole life, right? No, now. no, but it's different. It's different. I... Okay, if I'm at a strip club and let's say my brother paid for a dancer for me yeah i would be trying to like chat with her in like a goofy kind of way i'd be like hey yeah. this is good. what are we doing here i know but, like also, i couldn't do uh i couldn't take i'd be like you don't need please like you don't need to do that to me sorry I'm good. The, the one time we have been to a a strip club um with ladies stripping with a bunch of straight guys there was some preternatural ability of the strippers to know that we were not interested. Oh, yeah, they knew we were gay. Like. They just came over and chatted to us, or they would be like, are you paying for someone else's dance? Like, that kind of thing. They kind of knew. It was amazing. Well, I think it's the way we were interacting with the space, too. I guess. Because I was like, it's eh, for our friend. Like, just yeah, yeah. let him do it. It's and fine. they, I guess we were not looking that much. I don't know. Anyway, they didn't come and try and get a dance out of us. Um, but every all of our straight friends, they did. Um so yeah. maybe this guy would also give off the same vibe. Well, right, but I was like, I mean, I think my advice mostly is like, I understand that there's pressures about coming out. Mm-hmm. I understand why people don't do it. So you can't be like, come out to him now, right? That's not the right advice because right. people are in their own place. But like, there's no okay. There's a happy ending to this, but there's no there's no happy ending with being in the closet with your brother. Like, yeah, I, I guess that's a there's no yeah. there's no universe where going to the strip club with your brother and he you have yeah. an awkward night and it postpones a conversation but you have to six have. months right yeah and maybe you'd be like i will totally go with you to a strip club i like dudes i'm not gonna want to dance but you do it i'll buy you one right uh that'd be that that's a conversation mm. and i don't know i okay i guess i came out also in the like late 90s which is not there's much older generations that have had way rougher times but in the late 90s it was like you know, before Will and Grace, uh, 90s. <laughs> uh, it was like a year but and a half. A year and a half. You had Room, was it Rue's brother on Golden Girls? But you had Shit. that storyline. I've been off the air for a decade. It was, can- actually, I guess Ellen had just yeah. gotten canceled around this period too after mm-hmm. she came out. So it's not looking too hot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I think that delaying or, or just like, delaying this conversation with his brother is not a good thing i mean i'm like i came up to my brother at that point and he was religious and yeah no i just sorry it's not a he needs to do his own path Mm. but that path should not include you going having the your brother thinks that he wants to be as close to you as take you to a strip club and have religious parents which for him must be a yeah that's true actually for a brother coming out like in a way like let's do this thing Right, you know, that's a real so, f you to your parents for a brother yeah. to bond with you like that. Yeah, that's like um, a thing. Yeah, and so yeah, I think that it would almost be. Yeah, it's like insulting not to come out to him. Hmm. So that was my advice. That's I think that's pretty. Well, I was like, look, you don't have to do it, but like all you're doing is you know, and then if your parents, who he said like his parents would kick him out, hmm. which um, is yeah. That's that shit in a reality of a lot it of is, people. It is. I don't. It, okay. It is certainly real for a lot of people. 
I don't know if you live with your parents, you can hang out with your brother who's going, you and your brother going to Vegas and your parents are okay with it. Mm. If those parents, they don't strike me as the 2017 but, sorry, I mean, Yeah, street. sure. I, you know what I, I mean? I'm, I'm assuming they would come around sooner than, you know, a, a very strictly religious family that homeschools and blah, right. blah, blah. That, I mean, the only right. people... But they really still might kick him out and... But they say leave. Yeah, that, I mean, that I'm, happens I'm, so much in the '90s. I, 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 know, I, I don't mean. I to believe be it still happens. I believe it totally still happens. It's just extremely rare. Like I don't know. I, I, I I'm pretty sure. I don't want to say it's extremely rare. Well, well, actually, we'd love to hear stories from people who. Yeah, I mean, I think it is rarer than it was in the '90s. However, Absolutely. I think this is something that still happens. So back then, I remember like the charities would have to have like halfway houses, like, and I mean, I think now it's more for people from really deeply abusive homes who are mm. LGBT, and I mean like not just like I love Jesus, but I mean like I'm beaten. Wait, like carry level religious shit? Yeah, that's that's the, my touchstone for for carry level religion. religious shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that that will continue. Yeah. Uh, and like it's important, but okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's Hampton. Okay, that was advice. that was a really fun, fun segment. Was it? Uh, it was so much fun. Did it lighten the mood yeah, this whole time? Did. We like to to program our shows so that. It's okay, fun. let's talk about something. Well, that that was Christmas. Okay, yeah. So we did. I don't know if we did the post Thanksgiving episode even. What happened after Thanksgiving? Well, no, just like Thanksgiving, we. It happened. Yeah, it happened. We ate. We, we, ate, we made turkey. We made a whole turkey for two. This is the of most us. boring thing. Well, I'm just saying, about. and then we like went on the roof and kind of saw the Macy's Day Parade. Um, we did kind of. It and was then it was freezing so cold. cold. Um, so we went back inside. Freezing um, Canadian cold. It was, and then TM. we went. We had December. Work was crazy. Yes. Um, I was. Uh, my teams were launching a new product. Yep. It worked, and. I was supporting all the holiday stuff we were doing. Yes. So. Oh, my goodness. If you work in an e-commerce company, holidays oh, are not fun. Uh, then, Black Friday is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, um, yeah, I kind of worked over Christmas, sort of. Yep. Which um, is why I've had the last two days off. We're, we're now like well into yeah, late like January. Yeah. Um, so we were in Virginia for Christmas, which was lovely very cold and then we came back to new york and it was very cold and then new year's eve we were in new york and we went to times square and stood there for 24 hours with diapers on just kidding we stayed in our home and watched it on the tv TV, and then we went up to the roof to see like all the spectacular fireworks that must happen on new year's eve in new york because it's new year's eve in new york right yeah it's on the tv and then um it looked like nothing it's sadness. It was, yeah. I mean, we're like a fair few blocks away. However, we can see the glow of Times no, no, Square. No, we are okay. For anybody else in this entire universe, we are so close to Times right, Square. Right. But I, I thought there would be fireworks going on. The off, lights like, in Times Square glance in our living room. Yeah, yeah. That's the situation we're talking here. And so I was expecting a lot of fireworks and shit, but there was no. nothing. They basically go off really, really low, like really yeah, surprising yeah, yeah, though, yeah. like two thousand like, feet yeah. up, like halfway on the building so 
if you're anywhere outside of Times Square, yeah, it's so weird. when you look at it, you just kind of see like some flashes between the buildings. But then, like in the UK, I don't know if this is the case here, but in the UK, like New Year's Eve is the time for fireworks, as well as Bonfire Night. Obviously, fireworks night. It's literally called fireworks night. Fourth um, uh, of July is a bigger right. Fourth yeah. of July. It's warm out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Neither of the UK ones are warm. So <laughs> it's just like it's November the fifth like, or December thirty. I love fireworks. I'm so cold. Anyway, so that was it. Was my well minus twelve Celsius. I'm thinking that's ten ish Fahrenheit for people who don't use a regular system. Um, have we talked about that before? I'm sure we must have talked about Celsius Fahrenheit. We haven't talked about it recently. Okay, let's talk about it. I feel like I need to talk about. I it. had to. Okay, this is this is terrible. Uh, I had to unfollow someone for they'd done some other shit and i had to unfollow someone on twitter for very stridently defending fahrenheit the other day you need to tell me who that is so i can go fight them i don't want you to fight them for one i will and i'm not gonna say their name here no you shouldn't here no no no, no. that'd okay. be punching down it would not actually in this case i don't think this person knows who i am but whatever it's not a celebrity it's like a tech celebrity. Oh my goodness. Who is this? Okay, whatever. Okay, anyone who's listening to this, come in and talk to me. Um, anyway, I just... So Celsius and Fahrenheit. I just I just can't... I'm slowly getting used to it because... So I've lived in the US for about six years now, seven mm-hmm. years maybe. Um, it's in San Francisco... Never had to deal with temperature really because it's yeah, fine like, the whole time. No one ever so says the temperature in San Francisco because it's like, oh, it's kind of cold. Oh, it's kind of warm. That's about it. Yeah, it's kind of cold. Um, in New York, people talk about the temperature all the time. Um, especially now, it's I think almost record-breaking cold we've been having. Um, and then it went from like minus seventeen Celsius to plus seventeen Celsius in the span of two or three days the other it did, yeah. the other week. And I'm surprised glass didn't break. I know it was so weird, right? We were, I, I, yeah, I was so bundled up one day, and then the next day I barely needed a jacket. Um, anyway, so in New York, I've had to get used to people using Fahrenheit for one, and two people complaining about me using Celsius. Um, Who complained? Somebody at work? Okay, I've a couple of people have, like, I've said, oh, I can't believe it's. 17 out today and people have been like or someone said to me oh my wife had to walk out like walk home in 20 degree weather i'm like sounds beautiful it's gorgeous weather you (laughs) said that no i didn't but in my head i'm like right okay i'm gonna do my bit now okay 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 because i think like you growing up using the global system that literally everybody else uses and your reaction mm. to people who use an okay. obscure system. J- just so you know, in the UK, we only switched to Celsius maybe in the 80s. Like, weather broadcasts when I was growing up would say Celsius from Fahrenheit. And my parents were more comfortable with Fahrenheit, but were getting to use Celsius. And now they know Celsius. It's been yes. a- So when I was a kid, we definitely used both. I'm just saying. Right. So in the 80s. In, the 90s, yeah, in the yeah. 80s and 90s. Cool. How retro. Friends wasn't on TV yet when your parents were struggling with this. No, I'm just I'm just saying. No, so right, okay. So uh hello Americans. Uh I'm an American. Mm-hmm. 
let's just start there. Uh, <laughs> it's a great intro, I think. Uh, okay, so we use this system that is... It's a system, right? It actually doesn't matter. Like, uh, you could say that a nice room is a thousand degrees and a cold room is a thousand, uh, negative a million degrees, right? It doesn't actually matter these numbers, right? Totally arbitrary from a human perspective. The way I live my life is, I don't know, I just get used to the meaning of some sort of number for some sort of uh, experience that I'm having. And I think that's how mostly we experience in the U.S. Fahrenheit. So somebody says it's 72, you're like, oh, perfect temperature and or your office. Uh, somebody says 80, you're like getting a bit warm. And that's like really the way that we, we mm. work with this. And then also we know like cooking temperatures. I'll be 350 chicken. Sounds like a great yeah. temperature for cooking things. Uh, yeah, and, and I get it. Like these random numbers that we randomly assign to some sort of a feeling that we're having yeah uh we use fahrenheit uh however we are pretty much the only okay wait it's i think i think it's burma maybe or myanmar burma myanmar like the number of countries who still do this is just us like it is stupid at this point it is actually like weirdly insulting and okay here's my real issue it's the kind of uh, global-centric uh, lefty friends of mine who are like, yeah, well, yes, we should be part of the uh, UN, and uh, I think uh, international trade is great, but oh my god, you want me to say it's 21 inside? Um, and they just like lose it, and yeah. I don't understand. And there's this weird historical story where it's mm. Tom Wolf. Wolf, the author yeah, of like Bonfire of the Vanities like 80s author he did the elect uh electric acid kool-aid test or something like legitimately, this was in like reagan era yeah i think i think it was 78 or something okay okay but these rich people these rich conservative people got together and said we have to stop america from joining everybody except for, for i mean i think Myanmar. it was okay so Which i think right at one. this point it was some countries had joined i mean at least from my experience in the uk I'm guessing this wasn't as much of a, like, everyone was on it apart from us. Right now, everyone is on Celsius apart from the US and Myanmar. And right. so, like, I think maybe back in the 80s it wasn't as clear cut. Right. However, sure. I'm on the one hand, I'm like, the US needs to do this. On the other hand, I don't think there is a path for the US. Currently, in the current political climate of fake news and hating scientists. Okay. And I disagree. Okay. Here's what it is. Okay, what's your pitch? Anybody who's listening to this podcast, any Ooh. person, any like you, you, whoever you are listening to this right now, the way you get your weather is not the way your parents did. Uh, you do not generally, I'm assuming, get your weather from tuning in on the TV. Uh, you do it by Googling it or asking, uh, uh, well... Like uh, your Google Home or your Alexa or your watch or whatever, your phone. That's how you find out your weather. And that's all that matters to you. And and, and the, the the system in your house. Like there's a, if there's a yeah. number on it, you like uh, set it to something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Trust me, as a convert, all you have to do is change all of your numbers that you see to Celsius. Mm. Give it like, well, a full year, honestly. Just because for a season you'll get used to it and then you're like, 
you're like, okay, in the summer, I understand what the difference is between 30 and, and, and 19. But then in the winter, you're like, what's it between negative 2 and, like, plus 4? Uh, and you'll learn it really fast. And you can do this yourself. No other people need to be involved. You can start using Celsius today. Okay. And you, know, you can stop this American exceptionalism that is stupid and makes us uncompetitive and is just like a cancer that we cannot stop for some reason using these archaic yeah. systems. You know what's really, really good? And I saw this when the Euro came in and as a kid with Celsius Fahrenheit, it's the both system. And mm. I wish more US systems had this. So like when I was a kid, I spent francs and pesetas and Deutschmarks. In the UK. Right. No, when I was traveling in Europe. When I use Euros. And so when the Euro was coming in for about a year before the Euro came in, they would always put so many pesetas and this is what it is in Euros. And allowing that adjustment period, because you're glancing at this number and you can see the other number and you get used to the other number. But and the same is for my parents. They see the Celsius and Fahrenheit. They see the Fahrenheit and the Celsius. And they know, oh, I'm glancing at one. I can glance at the other. I kind of know the comparison. And it teaches you to draw it. I'm just saying... I'm just saying it's not that hard. When it's your own And I'm just universe. saying that calling to our podcast listeners isn't actually going to change anything. No, it is because... I actually think it is. I think that I have heard so few people actually say that if you want America to actually be part of the global economy and you actually think that international cooperation is the thing that's important and you actually think that like I don't know we should all get along and the nationalism is stupid uh yeah stop yourself from using Fahrenheit mm. the only place I still use Fahrenheit is cooking and that's one that isn't digital right now for the most part. Yeah, our oven uh, is yeah, Fahrenheit. Yeah, and I don't think I can change it. Um, it's funny, in the UK, again, we have three systems. We have Celsius, Fahrenheit, and something called Gasmark. Mm. So you say... Where am I Gasmark? Yeah. That's such a I know, it's, it, even just saying it out it's loud. It's not even real. It's so it's like... Uh, you say Gasmark 6, which is pretty high, I think. Gasmark 4 is pretty low. And I'm guessing this was when you couldn't control, like, how the temperature was. You could just say how many burners. So this is on an oven. Yeah. There's basically, when you turn the dial, you hit Mark 1, Mark 2, Mark 3, Mark yeah, 4, yeah. Mark 5. And they were, like, standardized. So you could cook oh, yeah. from one oven. Well, I mean, I assume the early years they weren't. But, like... Mark 6 yeah. and Mark 6 on two ovens would be the same, yeah. but yeah. there's no real system. I remember that on cooking shows, they would say, turn it to whatever, or gas Mark 6. But it makes sense, because as a cook, uh, using my grandmother's recipes, I hit 350, 375, some things are 400, Yeah, very few things are lower than 350, uh, there's a couple... But like I don't need yeah. 351, right? right? Like I'm not, right, right, I'm not. Right, right, right. I'm really just caring about that's broad. A, these broad, uh, and it, but it's a it's a language, also, right? Like yeah, it's it's uh, it's not a specific scientific understanding of something. Mm. Uh, it's a a way to describe how you might heat an item and at what kind of ranges. Because you think like a convection oven. Actually, the best part about a gas mark. For baking is that I know there's a problem with uh, convection, mm. non-convection, where that's true. Technically, the temperature and convection, like our our oven here, will like lower it, yeah, against your will. 
So if you put in 350 convection, it'll lower to 325. And if I actually wanted 350 convection, I have to do 375, mm. and it will lower it. Uh, it's it's a nanny state, really, of my oven. <laughs> but but something like a gas mark, where I'm saying my intention is roughly this cooking level, I... and and convection makes it faster <laughs> versus lower temperature, is a really interesting uh, thing. Like, so I'm just I saying, like okay, it, look, if you're out there and you actually say, like, look, I'm an American. And part of why I love being an American is I believe we're an international country that loves immigrants and wants to work with the rest of the world. If you believe that, start using Celsius today. Mm-hmm. Like, for real. It's not that hard. If this is the most difficult thing in your life, I'm... Well, holy happy, shit. Happy, yeah, happy yeah, good, yeah. congratulations. Yeah, muzzle tough. You should really take this on this year to yeah. use Celsius. And... Uh, if anybody gives you shit about it, send them my way, because mm. I will fight them. Yeah. That's good. Okay, so... Um, that second fun conversation. Sec- yeah, no, that, that ended on a very um, aggressive note. Is it? Um, I feel like we should have an episode okay. on the Golden Globes and upcoming Oscars, but I feel like that could be a whole episode. Well, yeah. On how. Okay, no. Hampton's giving me... Michael loves the Golden Globes and the Oscars. Well, I mean, you, hopefully listeners know that I have a pool. Okay, uh, we have not talked about Nintendo Switch announcements recently. Oh, jeez. Yeah, no, exactly. I have so many hot takes it. about that. So, uh, happening? so many films, so many TV shows, the assassination of Gianni Versace. Oh. Or, wait, how do they pronounce it in the show? Versace. 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 Apparently it's Versace. Versace? I don't remember. Um, so, so much stuff. Uh, we can do like a hot take on the Nintendo shit if we want. Because I feel like my take is very short. And... Is it anyway, a, it's as aggressive as so, my, uh, so we take. we got a Nintendo Switch in October or something. wrapping up the episode. Oh, oh. Well, we have a Nintendo Switch. It's amazing. Nintendo Odyssey, great. Uh, sorry, Mario Odyssey, great. This is what production value gets you. Yeah. Wait, and Ross in... is in. She is in the control booth right now, and she's giving us the wrap it up. Oh, uh, okay. So um, that's more... a Frasier reference, in case that was a great Frasier reference. It? Yeah. Um, okay, so we'll come with the next episode. Yeah. Uh, with Oscar hot takes. What? Nintendo hot takes. What? And uh, probably something else. Okay. Happy 2018, everyone. Happy 2018, and welcome if you if you're from the NRF and uh, that conference rated some stuff and you made it to this point. We're now best friends, so yeah. email me and we'll hang out. Yeah. All right. Good night and good luck. <laughs>